Hello dear listener and welcome to Marriage the Godly Institution podcast. My name is Joy and I'm also the author of the book Marriage the Godly Institution. Through this podcast, I'm bringing you the content of my book. Each episode will cover a new chapter. I hope you will like it. In our previous episode, we looked at separation and divorce part 1 and under separation and divorce part 1 we looked at causes of separation and divorce today we shall look at separation and divorce part 2 and under this title we shall look at partnership with god in marriage can one partner sustain a marriage yes it's possible with the help of god god is interested in seeing a marriage succeed In case one partner is less cooperative and the other partner wants to see the marriage stand, God will partner with the willing partner. When a husband or a wife fail to stand firm and obey the marriage vows, it may result in a troubled marriage. However, this should not be an excuse for separation or divorce. God will always provide a way of escape. God is ready to work with a willing partner to salvage a troubled marriage if this partner stands well with God. The ways of this partner should be well pleasing before the eyes of God. The partner should be sober, wise, and ready to listen to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Luke 1:15 says, "For he will be great in the house of the Lord." He must never touch wine or other alcoholic drinks. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth. Two cannot walk together unless they agree. To partner with God, this partner needs to walk in obedience, be a bearer of God's word, and stand firm in his or her faith and be prayerful. Number 1, practice obedience. To be God's friend, you need to do what he says. You can only know what he says by reading his word and doing what he says. If the partner is willing to obey God's word, then he or she will enjoy the goodness of God in his or her marriage. The word of God says in Ecclesiastes 12:13, "Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments." for this is the duty of mankind when you walk in obedience you will enjoy the love of god he will support you to ensure your marriage is sustained john 14:23 says jesus replied all who love me will do what i say my father will love them and we will come and make our home with each of them once the relationship with god is strengthened through walking in obedience Whatever this partner asks regarding the restoration of the marriage he or she will automatically receive from God. 1 John 3:22 says, and he will receive from him whatever we ask because we obey him and do the things that please him. Number 2, read the word of God. God and his word are inseparable. One way God speaks to us is through his word. Through the reading of God's word, this partner will receive guidance on what he or she needs to do regarding the marriage. 
Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. That is found in Psalms 119:105. The word of God is full of knowledge and instructions concerning the covenant of marriage. Through the word, one can learn and understand what is and is not acceptable in God's eyes about marriage. Second Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. This word is full of hope and encouragement. As one reads, his or her heart is filled with joy, knowing that God is true to his word, and this truth shall be revealed in his or her marriage. Number three, the firm stand of faith. We cannot please God without faith. As this partner continues reading God's word, the hope, encouragement, and truth in the word of God will strengthen his or her faith pushing the partner to pursue the things that will restore this marriage, knowing that he or she has the backup of God. Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Situations cannot move one who is strong in faith. He or she will pray for the partner and any mountain surrounding his or her marriage. By faith, he or she will wait on God until the faithfulness of God is revealed to his or her marriage. To walk with God, this partner needs to have faith. Faith that sits in the wisdom of men will fail, but faith that sits in the power of God will stand. The word of God says in Luke 22:32, But I've pleaded in prayer for you, Simon, that your faith should not fail. So when you have repented and turned to me again, strengthen your brothers. Next, be prayerful. A prayer made in faith will move any mountain. When praying for a troubled marriage and an uncooperative partner, we need to free our hearts from bitterness, anger, and forgiveness towards our partners. We cannot change them but God. Let's forgive them and surrender them to the hands of the potter. Do good for them and not revenge so that God can listen to our prayers. The word of God says in 1 Timothy 2.8, I desire then that in every place men should pray, lifting holy hands without anger and quarreling. Whatever we desire to do in our marriages and our partners' lives, let us pray without fear and limiting ourselves. God will only respond when we ask despite him, knowing the desires of our hearts. You want what you don't have so you can scheme and kill to get it. You are jealousy of what others have but you can't get it so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask from God. This is found in James 4.2. Instead of admiring other people's marriages and spouses, whatever we desire to see in our marriages when we call to God in prayer, he will do for us in a great and excellent way we have never imagined. Word of God says in Jeremiah 33.3, Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. As we walk in obedience to the word of God, read the word of God, stand firm in our faith and pray without ceasing, God will deliver our troubled 
marriages. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. That is found in Psalms 34:17. Brethren, there is nothing impossible with our God. He can change our partners to function in alignment to his will and rescue our troubled marriages. Almighty God can perform great works in our marriages if we wait on him. Let's not give up, but commit our marriages to him and he will keep them. The word of God says in 2 Timothy 1.12, That is why I'm suffering as I am. Yet this is no cause for shame. Because I know whom I have believed, and I'm convinced that he is able to guard what I've entrusted to him until that day. God will not allow your marriage to fall. He is almighty God and the initiator of marriage. He has never failed and will never fail. You are victorious when you partner with God, the initiator of marriage, for what he started he will complete it. The word of God says in Philippians 1.6, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. God is able. It is very easy for people to deceive us with their deeds if we do not have a tremendous discerning spirit. As human beings, we mostly look at their actions and we get convinced that they have changed. God does not look at our actions, but our hearts. For God to change us, he starts by changing our hearts. First Samuel 16:7 says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Everything a man does streams from his heart. The anger, pride, abuse, rebellion, among others, start from the heart. The heart of a man is therefore a reflection of man. Unless the heart is changed, everything else he does on the outside is in vain. Mark 7, 21-23 says, For it is from within, out of a person's heart, that evil thought come, sexual immorality, theft, murder, idolatry, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and defile a person. Our hearts are in the hands of Almighty God. He is our creator and therefore he has all the power to turn our hearts to do what he wants. The word of God says in Proverbs 21.1, The king's heart is like a stream of water directed by the Lord. He guides it wherever he pleases. For troubled marriages, God can turn the hearts of the stubborn partner to do what he pleases. God knows the right button to press. It is the Lord who will put it who will put in our partners the willingness to do what is acceptable. In addition to making them desire, God will push them to do what they need to do. Philippians 2.13 For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. As God's creation, he understands us very well, and there is nothing he cannot do. God can create a new heart in a stubborn partner and put a new spirit in him or her so that he or she hearkens to the law of God and plays the required roles effectively. Ezekiel 36, 26 to 27 says, And I'll give you a new heart 
and I'll put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you so that you'll follow my decrees and be careful to obey regulations. Brethren, not every challenge that comes into our lives is from Satan. Some challenges are meant to help us grow and make our marriages strong and honorable. When we wait on God because of our troubled marriages, God can restore everything we lost in our marriage. God is a restorer. Joel 2.25 says, The Lord says, I will give you back what you lost to the swarming locusts, the hopping locusts, the stripping locusts, and the cutting locusts. It was I who sent this great destroying army against you. During the first years of marriage, we used to be inseparable. One flesh indeed. We did things together and your lives were full of joy, gladness and laughter that most people have lost. God promises to restore the joy of our salvation we initially enjoyed in our marriages. The word of God says in Psalms 51:12, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. The challenges that came into your marriage might have caused shame and separation. Shame in the face of your relatives, friends, neighbors, and even workmates. God can restore shame and bless your marriage. He is ready to make your marriage honorable and admirable. Those who despised you because of your troubled marriage will now want to associate with you because of God's glory on you. Isaiah 61 7 says, Instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land, and everlasting joy will be yours. Change is not easy, it drives us out of our comfort zone. Peace melts away. Stress and depression come knocking at our doors. We are left with broken hearts that take time to heal. Do not worry. God, our restorer, knows how to heal our broken hearts and the wounds caused in our lives. There is no one like our God. His work is perfect. He can heal us again and restore our peace. It is written in Psalms 147.3. He heals us again and restores our peace. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Troubles are not meant to last forever. They are there to lift us to another level of growth if we embrace them. We may weep and suffer for a while, but our joy will come. God knows how to reward his children when they seek and wait on him. After their suffering, God restores, comforts, and strengthens their marriages. It will not be back to where it was before, but it will be in a much better place. First Peter 5.10 says, And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Zechariah 9.12 says, Come back to the place of safety, all you prisoners who still have hope. I promise this very day that I will repay you two blessings for each of your troubles. Our marriages may go through ups and downs. However, we should not give up. 
God has promised never to leave us nor forsake us. Do not be ashamed of what your marriage has gone through. It might have taken long. It is never late with God. Do not mind what people have said. God has a final word for your marriage. He is a restorer of marriages. A righteous man falls seven times and rises again. That is found in Proverbs 24:17. The godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. But one disaster is enough to overthrow the wicked. Once God restores your marriage, what you went through, you will not go through again. God will keep you and your partner and nourish you even in your old age. It is written in Nahum 1.9, Whatever they plot against the Lord, he will bring to an end. Trouble will not come a second time. There is hope for troubled marriages. If a willing partner is ready to partner with God, the marriage will be restored. I hope you enjoyed this part of my book. If you found it helpful, send me a message and please let me know. In our next episode, we shall look at where to get your marriage partner from. Thank you for listening.